Even though wolves don't run in the jungle, Marshmallow and Selena Gomez, come on, that makes no sense. I digress. From 88.9 Radio Milwaukee, I'm Jordan Lee. And I'm Piet Levy, music writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Every week we talk about music coming into Milwaukee and the music coming out of Milwaukee. This is Tapped In. Good morning, Piet. How are you, my friend? Great, Jordan. I'm uh, exhausted and excited because yesterday Summerfest revealed its giant list of headliners. They announced 150 acts just yesterday. Uh, that are going to be playing the big gig this year on top of the 17 previously announced. Absolutely. Uh, and it's it's just a lot to digest. I'm still digesting, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but I thought we could talk about it because there's a lot of exciting things to talk about. I came in this morning and, and Piet is literally sitting in the coffee shop with like his phone on his ear and his laptop typing. Like Summerfest time means Piet is working That's hard. That's right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's fun. Well, we knew a lot of the headliners already. Uh, you know, we already knew about J. Cole. We already knew about Halsley and Logic. Um, but there's some new ones that we didn't find out about until just yesterday. Yeah, some new things that were announced. Uh, well, the weekend was announced earlier. Uh, it was announced on Tuesday. That's right, yep. But that's an amazing. We got to mention that. Huge. That's huge because the weekend has never played Milwaukee. Uh, it's when we we're talking about pop stars really in the peak. The weekend is really in the peak. It's upper like echelon. upper echelon. Yep. Absolutely, never played Milwaukee. And and the weekend's playing uh, Lollapalooza like a month later. Yeah, it's pretty rare. I mean, actually, they've never had a top of the bill act. Yep. Uh, at Summerfest, like right before Lollapalooza, like that, the first name at Lollapalooza. Is playing Summerfest as well, so it's a really great get. It's a super get. You also got cool openers too that were announced yesterday with Charlie XCX is going to open for yep. Shawn Mendes. Uh, that makes that show much more interesting for me. <laughs> uh, and you got Luke Combs opening for Blake Sheldon, also makes that much more interesting. Yes. And Manchester Orchestra is a great pairing with Arcade Fire. I mean, Such that's a great. Pairing. That's perfect. Yeah, that, it's, it's absolutely perfect. Of course, you know the the, the day stages. Uh, excuse me. The, uh, the the ground stages are really where Milwaukee shines and where you find that the diversity goes a lot deeper and. And we could get into, and we will get into later today, a lot more depth on just the styles that are available. But I thought maybe we should look at some of our top picks and most exciting announcements. I'm just going to kick off right away at the top. Second line to see Janelle Monet in the oh, mix. Yeah. Woo-wee! I could not be more excited. <laughs> she is on fire right now. She's got a show unlike anybody else. And... Um, for me, also on the other side of the musical spectrum, to see Buddy Guy on the list. I am stoked about that as well. He's a legend, absolutely. And it's great for him to be playing. And Jamal, Jamal Monet hasn't played here since she co-headlined The Rave with yes. Bruno Mars like eight years ago. Eight years ago. Yeah, it's been a long time. And she's such a great performer. I'm really excited for that one. I'm also really excited for Kesha. Yes. Um, she's on the top of the line there. And uh, she played The Rave last fall. Sold out show. One of the best concerts of the year last year. She's just really on right now. She's made an amazing comeback. And you've got uh, John Baptiste, who's playing yes. with the Dapkins. Dude, so oh, that's, that's going to be great. What a great pairing. And, you know, it's obviously really sad that Sharon Jones passed away, but it's so great to see the Dapkins still working and working with someone as talented yep. as Baptiste. Absolutely. I mean, for me, I can't also lie as we get a little bit deeper in the list, see DJ Jazzy Jeff. Mm. I mean, he is, for me, my all-time number one favorite DJ of all time. Like, so I'm super excited about that. And, you know, I also wanted to throw in the mix that it, it, Benjamin Booker mm. has been, uh, just to me, every time I've seen Benjamin Booker play, he puts on a rockin' show. So to see him at the big gig, I'm very excited about that. Yeah, he's really good for sure. Uh, you've also got uh, down in that list, um, uh, Black Violin. Oh, Sorry, gosh, I got, I got stumbled there. Yeah, those guys are so good where it's a, a combination of hip-hop and uh, classical music and just some really good stuff there uh, with them. I mean, they're just they're just fantastic. Uh, and you've got um, uh, Rick Springfield as well. He's just like a you know a favorite for Milwaukee. So that's the thing too about Summerfest is you've got these like cutting-edge acts but you've still got some <laughs> old 
Jazzy Jeff to Rick Springfield. Yeah, exactly. It's really all over the place. And totally. that's what we've grown to expect from Summerfest. And, and, and I think we'd be remiss on this segment if we didn't also point out something that you posted yesterday on social media, which I thought was exciting as heck to see that bands like Dead Horses and Abby Jean also on this, which is kind of, you know, we're kind of calling this the Lollapalooza poster now. Mm-hmm, they kind mm-hmm. of perfected this. And yeah. this is the new way festivals kind of promote their lineup. And to see Milwaukee musicians right beside, you know, classic living legends, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, it's really cool that they've, they've got some Milwaukee acts being official headliners. And even at the bottom of the list, too, you know, some people complain, oh, I don't know these names. Right. <laughs> but there's some really good stuff down there, man. I mean, Soccer Mommy is such oh a good band gosh, right now, really so on the cutting good. edge of indie rock. The Oh My's are super exciting. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Milk. Milk has this oh. beautiful, crushing song called Quiet, which has really kind of became the anthem of the Me Too movement. And I'm really excited that she's playing Summerfest. Yeah, you, you know, you were just speaking of Milk and, and, and artists like Milk, artists who are not yet at that level of Flaming Lips, Pixies, Little Uzi Vert popularity here. Uh, this is a great festival for discovery. It always has been. Yeah, absolutely. It always has been. And I'm, I've, I've been championing it for like that for years. And I'm hoping more and more people really understand that. Yes. Um, you know, obviously you see a name like OAR on there or you see Phil Vassar and people are like, oh, they're back again. Right. Jeez, Summerfest, so boring. But they're, you know, you've got to be really open minded with this festival. If you are, you can really make this an incredible experience. Uh, we mentioned Milk. We mentioned Soccer Mommy. Yep. Those are great discoveries down there on the bottom of the, the list. Uh, you've got Caroline Rose, who's just oh, a sensational, sensational. artist. Sensational. Uh, Gold Link, who's just a really innovative rapper and, you know, a progressive R&B artist who's really on the up and up and really cutting edge. You've got a lot of these acts that are probably not very well known to anyone that's going to Summerfest, but but if people go to them, I think they'll get a lot of new fans. I mean, we try to pride ourselves on that. I mean, I look at like for a station like us to see Sunflower Bean and sure. Soccer Mommy and Liza Ann in the mix. Of course, those are those are great bands that are still like you said a little bit unknown or underknown. But if you go into the festival and you want to discover something, we know Summerfest is designed to walk around and just run into something new you've never seen before. It's really up to the, the, the consumer. It's up to the person going to the mm-hmm. festival. They can make it a chance for discovery, which I, w- I would encourage anyone to try to do. Or you can go and you could see OAR for the millionth time. You could do that, too. Absolutely. I mean, you can do, you can make the festival what you can make it. It's such a vast festival in terms of the, the music lineup and so many days. Um, it could You could really make Summerfest your own. Uh, but I would encourage people to make it your own chance to discover lots of new artists because there's a lot of interesting ones there. All right, let's segue into a little bit of the genres that Summerfest has, you know, missed the mark on sometimes in the past. I mean, namely, let's go right into it, hip-hop and EDM. Uh, we've had this conversation throughout the years together about, you know, safe bets. You know, mm-hmm. they'll book they'll book Common in the Roots. <laughs> you know, you, yeah. get your, you get your, you know, your Paris Hilton DJ set, and that's your Girl EDM. talk. right. It's 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 again, and when I say safe bets, I mean that these are things that are not only quote unquote a little more popular, but they're also safe in the sense of I I just think they don't have any variable of of what the age of the crowd is going to be like. They just know this is what we're going to get, and this is where it is. This year, hip hop alone, we've got hip hop for folks older than me and hip hop for my son. Yeah, and I'm very, very, very excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. We've thought we've complained just a couple years ago. I think how yep. lacking the hip hop lineup was mm-hmm. like maybe two years ago. Uh, and they've gotten some, you know, to their credit at Summerfest, they've gotten some really great guests. They got Kendrick Lamar one yeah. year in the amphitheater, and, and Kanye, Kanye West. Come on, yeah, yeah. They've gotten some really good stuff. But yeah, on the ground stages, it was kind of a lot of the same. Um, but this year, you've got Lil Uzi Vert. You know, Lil Uzi Vert is a really <laughs> right. 
I mean, that's a really intense, energetic, rambunctious show. And he's controversial within hip-hop. I mean, he yeah. is the guy that is cited by my older friends as what's wrong with hip-hop. Sure. And yet my son's friends probably have all of his songs jamming in their car right Yeah, now. totally. I think that's a really cool thing that, that Summerfest has, has gotten him. Um, so it's great to see that. But you've also got Sugar Hill Gang, too. Uh, right. Which is fantastic. So you Literally the opposite end yeah, of the spectrum Yeah, which you've got the really old school. So I think it's great that the festival can show a diversity of hip-hop. And same with EDM, too. Same thing. You know, EDM, they played it safe in a bit, but this year, I think they've really kind of expanded with the number of EDM options they have. And in years past, they've done kind of pop-friendly EDM. Absolutely. And they're still doing it again this year. They've got Marshmallow, who's, you know, you, you can hear on, you know, Kiss FM. I was joking uh, that, Lesso. you know, yeah, Marshmallow's kind of an artist who, like, every single soccer mom who listens to Kiss FM at least knows three Marshmallow songs at Yeah, this point. soccer mom, soccer dad, <laughs> all, the, all the parents know a Marshmallow song. Uh, you know, and my, my uh, four-year-old daughter, she loves the Wolves song. Of course she does. Of course she does. All the time. Uh, <laughs> even though Wolves don't run in the jungle, Marshmallow and Selena <laughs> Gomez, come on, that makes no sense. I digress. Uh, but you know what they've got on the EDM lineup? They've also got some older stuff, and they've done this in the past. They have like Crystal Method, yeah, which is great. Uh, which is cool, and they've done it in the past. What really popped out at me was they have Party Favor on there. Party Favor is just a Dude. really intense, yes. Yes. intense uh, EDM act, and I'm shocked that they have that because they've never really had something really intense like that. They've had crowd-pleasing, fun shows, but right. the party you favor hits hard. So it's cool. Hats off to Summerfest for getting an EDM act that hits that hard. Right. I mean, cheat codes in the mix, but then you also have these artists who kind of like come off the world of EDM, like Capital Cities and Chromio, where you're mm-hmm. getting this kind of mushing and melding. I-, I think about if that's your flavor, you could probably go four or five nights this summer, although we mm-hmm. don't know who's playing where yet. Right, right, right. We uh, can deduce that these are going to yeah, be Yeah, and, and Louis the Child is an act too in medicine. Those are, Perfect those are EDM acts that yep. are very kind of heady and interesting and textured and a little more mellow so yeah good variety there too Piet, for so many years i think one of the biggest complaints among my peer group about Summerfest is that it's scaled a little bit too much for their parents music mm-hmm. and i feel like this is the first time in a long time that it is a millennial focused festival it did, it, was switched, it was shifting that way even more last year too yep. they actually had like a millennial day yes which isn't which isn't going to be back this year but they did have a day on july 4th where it was like all millennial acts it was chain smokers alessia cara high valley right uh, ishtar yes. um, was was headlining a stage uh they don't have that this year but it definitely is more millennial focus. I think we really see that as in the amphitheater Absolutely. lineup. Um, I think this is the first time where I can recall where m- more than half of the uh, acts yeah. in the amp are really catered toward millennials. Uh, you've got Imagine Dragons with Grace Vanderwall, Halsey and Logic with NF, Florida Georgia Line with Baby Rexha. Yep. Um, you've got Sean Mendes with Charlie XCX, J. Cole, The Weeknd. Uh, those are young acts Those young, young acts. acts with young audiences you know and even arcade fire is kind of like upper millennial yep um you know early 30s and also some 20 somethings there too uh and then you've got you know blake shelton can kind of cross uh, yep. you know go yeah. across demographics dave matthews band a little bit too you only really have two bona fide boomer bands yep. boomer acts in the amphitheater with with james taylor and bonnie ray and then journey and def leppard um so that's really interesting to me and then we look at the, the ground stages there's a lot of like you know, young stuff, a lot of stuff that caters to young audiences. Like we talked about Marshmallow and Greta Van Fleet uh, and Janelle Monet and, um, you know, Kane Brown. There's just a lot of stuff yeah. that caters to teens and 20-somethings. And you know what, Pierre? I'm going to say it. it's about damn time. I mean, <laughs> uh, don't get me wrong. I love 
I, I truly cherish the history of this festival. This is the People's Festival, and it always has been. And I think it always should be, but the reality of it is the people who make up our city are changing quickly. I mean, we are on this verge. You talk to anybody in the tech world. You talk to anybody in the, you know, the business world. You talk to anybody in what's happening with how our city is growing. We are attracting more and more young people to this city than ever before. They are the future of this city. I think the People's Festival needs to reflect what those folks want to see and what they want to hear. Yeah, just drop that mic, Jordan. That's I'm, perfect. Boom. <laughs> I'm going to Obama this and just walk away. <laughs> I totally agree. I totally agree. It's really cool to see. And uh, at the same time, for for boomers out there and older people, there's still stuff for you, too. There's still plenty of stuff for you. Oh, man. This isn't, this isn't just I'm, strictly a millennial-only thing. Yes, let me also then state, I am super excited to see James Taylor. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, there sure. was nothing I loved more than the sound of James Taylor's yeah, voice sure, coming sure. across the record player. So, those excite me, too. I mean, as I said at the beginning of the segment, I'm definitely not going to miss Buddy Guy. This is a mm-hmm. living legend. I don't yep. want to miss that. Yep. But the fact that I could see Buddy Guy and possibly go see Lil Uzi Vert at the same festival... That's a pretty cool thing. That's a very cool thing. It's really, <laughs> it's really a. This is the only place you can really do it yep. in in the U.S. It's incredible. So, Piet, I was going to ask you if you, you know, social media, of course, is like probably the best and worst thing for Summerfest because everyone has an opinion all uh-huh. the time. So, let's let's take off our professional gloves for a moment. Okay. If you personally just had to put out one tweet about Summerfest, what would you say? Uh I would. Oh man, I probably. <laughs> I think I'd I think I'd have to do with uh 140 characters or less. I don't know, man. I might just have to do a fire emoji or maybe a couple fire emojis. You Ooh. know? And maybe I would toss in Janelle Monet in there. Fire fire Janelle Monet, fire, fire, fire. I think it's great that Janelle Monet's playing there. Weekend, <laughs> fire, fire. I mean there's it's a really good lineup. I think I mean I think Summerfest does a really good job in supporting its mission statement. Uh, every year it is a uh, the people's festival there's something for everyone and i think this year you're seeing even more progressive minded thought in terms of the booking which i think is great too so i think it's you know it still upholds the mission of being for lots of people but at the same time it's keeping in mind hey hip-hop edm those things really matter let's get more variety there too let's get more stuff for younger audiences as well i think they really kind of moved a bit and i think uh, hats off to them applause to them fire emoji all right my, my tweet is going to be dance card full. That's beautiful. I like it. <laughs> and where are you going to be dancing, do you think? I mean, uh, the things, again, I, I share your Janelle Monet excitement. I also am a huge Chromeo fan. Sure. I mean, they bring the funk. Uh, you know, I know they've played before, but Frankie Beverly and Maze, come on, man. That they're supposed is... to play last year and they, they didn't come, I know, so I know. So that's like back. some mm-hmm. classic jams. I know Jazzy Jeff's going to keep me, me moving and grooving. And you'll, um, be, you'll be at Flock of Seagulls dancing, right? And I ran, <laughs> I ran so far away. There you go. Your moves are inspired, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you enjoy this podcast, we remind you, you should subscribe. Uh, click on the subscription link, however you're listening to us, whether it's on iTunes, on Stitcher, on our Radio Milwaukee app. You can always get this. Our handcrafted sonic inspiration comes from our friends at the License Lab. We remind you to subscribe to this podcast, RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcasts. And uh, don't forget, you can always follow online more at RadioMilwaukee.org. Yeah, if you go to JSOnline.com, we've got a lot of stuff at Summerfest. If you go to JSOnline.com slash Summerfest, yeah. uh, there's a lot of Summerfest content there. And we're just gonna get more and more and more as we get up to the big gig. Coming uh, June 27th is opening day. It's coming soon. Yeah, I'll see you next time for tap in. See you next time.